electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC, Squawk on the Street. Good Monday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Bit of a soggy pre-market on some sell-side downgrades, some disappointing corporate results today, and yields back to 3.6 on the 10-year. Either way, Fed speakers return this week, including the Fed chair tomorrow. Our roadmap begins with uh, rising hopes for a soft landing. Goldman ups its near-term S&P target, and tech stocks roar back so far this year. But there is still pain out there. Nestle is warning of more price hikes ahead. Tyson is challenged by costs, and Dell is cutting 5% of its workforce, saying, quote, market conditions continue to erode. Plus, Tesla's surge. Musk and the company found not liable in a securities class action suit. Shares are up yet again after that 54% surge so far this year. Let's start with the markets and this new week of trading. Uh, Jim, all weekend long, uh, there were dissections of the YOLO we got on Thursday, whether single stock call option volume or short covering, best in 10 years. Look, I I thought it was a remarkable day because it should have been down. I mean, it's almost like we got the do-over today. Today focuses on the idea, interest rates too this morning, that this is going to be a, a very much more heavy tightening cycle and that maybe quarter point wasn't enough. And David, one of the things that amazes me is, is that we still had the long rates be very low, much lower than the short rates, mm-hmm. because people feel that he's going to throw, uh, Powell's going to throw some recession. And yet we had some of the greatest job creation ever. How can we have some of the greatest job creation and recession? Well, people say, wow, well, you know what? He's really angry and he's going to take it down. People are now saying, don't worry about the recession because in 2024, we'll be back. <laughs> Uh, including, of course, the Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, right. who says the basic thing. I guess we can let her say it for herself. All right, let like, her say it. How can, you, you know, how can you have a recession with this many jobs? That's what I thought, David. <laughs> it's exactly you don't have a recession when you have 500,000 jobs and the lowest unemployment rate in more than 50 years. So what I see is um, a path in which inflation is declining significantly and the economy is remaining strong. She was a Fed chair also. Always right. People may forget. How's it going to decline significantly when, rates, when wages are kind of... They're not bad. They're not going up a lot. I mean, Carl, over and over again, all the pieces I read this weekend is we don't have enough people. We don't have enough people. Uh, I think that if it went at this pace, you had another 500,000. Then we suddenly would have to say we don't. I I heard more people say for the first time, this is an aberrant number. It doesn't have anything to do with all the PMIs we've seen. It's out of whack. Weird. Uh, Page one of the Philly Inquirer today, I don't know if you saw Philly employers need tech workers. Um, this Goldman piece today on the, on the tech layoffs we've gotten, uh, they call it a ripple, not a wave, not at all emblematic of the overall job market. Maybe shifting some jobs around the bathtub, but not taking them out. But where are those 6,500 people from Dell? Where are they going? Uh, they, I don't know, I guess they could walk across the street if they're in Austin, right? I mean, 
I guess. But I mean, right. I mean, here's what Goldman had to say about it. At the same time, the numbers, granted, as a percentage overall, they're very small. Although yes, many are. of them are high paying jobs. We do have this belief somehow that people are able then to go somewhere else and find another right. job, but they're not insignificant. They're not insignificant. Now, no, I mean, not. listen, we, we've talked so often about Alphabet, which hired way more people over the last year than they are now dismissing. It's not as though that's equal. But nonetheless, Jim, they're, they're, they're significant numbers. There are, but let's say you're Amazon and you're Jassy. We want Jassy to cut 100,000 jobs. Right. I mean, they added 800,000 during the pandemic, many of them warehouse jobs, not to but, take away from that. Those no. are important jobs, but I'm saying not the highest wage jobs at Amazon. But that's and they're cutting 18,000. But we don't know if your package is going to come two days or one day if we just fire 100,000. I mean, that's the remember, these are real businesses that are trying to please customers. How do you fire 100,000 and not worry that New Jersey suddenly is going to be two days? I think that Jassy just believes we don't know, but he will. They have to figure it out. It's just, you can't just say, look, let's just take out the last 100000 we hired. Meanwhile, you got uh, Morgan Stanley, Mike Wilson saying, all right, it's not exactly going our way, but we think it still will, maybe at a slower pace. They're, they're looking at EPS revisions, right, right or EPS right. growth going negative. But yep. then, you know, B of A, this note over the weekend that revisions have actually been pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> No, I mean, if you want the most counterintuitive note I've seen yet, and, I, you know, I love them, so I don't mean to, but cost it. Price target 4000 we're raising it from 3600 yep. To it's, it's a three-month target, strangely, right? But, right? but we're at 4136 <laughs> Yeah. So what are you supposed to do? Sell or buy on this price revision? I don't know. My head's on a swivel. I don't, think, I don't think you buy on it. No, I, that, but I don't that know if you sell seem on to it because be. it might, you know, who knows? But there's just, I think everyone's at a loss, Carl. No one's ever seen a number like that. And the, the jobs number. Yeah, and people were looking for, what, 180,000? So yeah, versus the expectations. Why, it's okay, rare so that we ask, ever see a Why like is the that. panic today and not Monday? Do we have to, did we really have to wait for the weekend to find out? I mean, that? not Friday. Why, why, why are we reacting Why is it today? now? I don't know. Why was it Friday? I don't know. You don't know? Well, well, isn't, there, isn't there a feeling that uh, Chair Powell tomorrow is going to do what he didn't do in the presser? Yes, but remember last week we thought he, that he knew the number, and that's why he raised the quarter. I think that there's a total confusion, but I also want to say that I don't recall, other than Tyson Foods, that many really, and, and Children's Place, that many really horrible earnings so far this quarter. Um, the Tyson thing is the double miss on beef prices down 8%, and then Children's Place, as you said, Jim, the guidance is horrific, but they do say inventory's better, cotton's 40% off the high. Well, that's what, I mean, Columbia, I have Columbia Sportswear inventory worse, but there's some commodity prices that are going lower. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I come back and just say that I'm just finding, last week was a brutal week, and Amazon wasn't as good, David. Alphabet wasn't that good. Apple was good, but now we're learning about Apple having a discount on $100 phones in China. Although Tim Cook told me China's pretty good. But the big ones, MANA, uh, find me the good one in that, other than uh, Netflix. What do you mean? Netflix. The good one in that? The top, the one on the top there. Oh, well, that was because yeah. everyone gave up on That's that. That's the, okay, they all may have given up on it, but if you bought it at the beginning of this year, you're very happy. Oh, no. Maybe I, you want to get out of I, it now, but. I'm with Mark, you know that. You remember you always say he's my friend, he's right? He's your friend. He's your friend, friend when the stock's up 55% in the year to date. Yeah. Me I'm a sunshine soldier. You'd take some off if you if you were up 100% if, if on we, Meta. Yeah, we own it. 
Um, but we talk about it every day, so we can't sell it because we have rules. David, you we have rules. You didn't sell it when you at the when you capitulated you mean when last year. I came year? here and told you yes. that I've been had. Yes. No. You, you didn't sell it then either. No. Right? And you, you just told, told me, me you'd been had. Yeah. But you said well, I just yeah. I got had, but I said that it can't be as horrible. It just can't be as horrible as they said. And the key thing, let's understand, Carl. He said he's not spending every minute in the met, you know metaversing. It's now a new verb. And what, what's happened is he, because he said he spent some time on Reels and mostly because people started taking pictures again on Instagram, he had a good story, but everyone thought that it was, that it was going to be terrible. Well, that's what's weird. Uh, the revisions actually went positive on Meta, right. positive on Netflix, positive on Spotify. You got two upgrades of Spotify. Spotify, the subscription business, is good. Now, if you take a look, everybody wants a subscription business. Yeah, Alphabet wants a subscription business more than they have. Uh, Apple doesn't say it. Because they're a tech company, but they had 20, 20 million, you know, they had a gigantic number of people who subscribe to service, 20% increase. I, I find that what you're going to see is anyone with a subscription model is going to be able to help, be helped. But I worry about Alphabet because if they really do AI, which by David, David we have. Well, of course, Tom Siebel. Alphabet has a significant AI product. Yeah, it's but, just okay, a function so, of seeing it. But more let's often. say you're a small business and you get off the subway and says, take me to the best Mexican restaurant. All right, well, there would be like a queue of four, right? But instead, it'll just say Chipotle. How about all the other guys? Because you don't have to look at the ads. What do you think of that? Who am I saying this to? If you're Alphabet, you have Google search. Yes. So that's now going to be, let's say they get it to be AI. Yes. Why would you look at the ads? You would just ask it queries. That's probably true. How much money is, is Amazon losing on Alexa? I don't have any idea. I looked in idea, yesterday and Alexa said, do you want to hear a funny joke? So it's like, you know, how did the chicken cross but the road? I mean, I don't know. Your, your larger point, though, is interesting in that if Microsoft is successful with its investment in ChatGPT and incorporating it into Bing, does Bing become a more powerful search product in the future that actually starts to be used right, to and be, not sort right. of a, just a joke? Right. To be competitive, maybe uh, Alphabet Google has to... Uh, go and accept the fact that your ad won't be in the queue. Right. Because it, well, there was an interesting story this weekend on the Times about, uh, I think it was Manju saying that uh, YouTube is what he thinks is the best search engine, actually, because that gives you well, practical should, advice on how to do things. They, I use it all the time, but they should charge more. They have to charge more, and they'll be able to, because they have the NFL. Mm. So the NFL package is gonna, could be expensive. Right? I mean, doesn't Peacock do well because it's Sunday Night Football? I guess. Peacock being owned by Comcast. Two moves to the NFL for him. I think it's always one. <laughs> he can just get to the I'm NFL. Subscription start him on chicken prices. Hey, did you notice that Tyson lost money no, in no, pork? No, get me to the NFL in two Ad- moves. Advertising <laughs> is going down. Subscriptions going up. So whoever has a subscription is doing well. That's the Spotify. Right? That's what the Peloton. Jim, Jim mentions these uh, layoffs at Dell, by the way. Uh, Dell is confirming it's cutting more than 6,600 jobs, about 5%. Company cites what it calls a challenging global economic environment and weaker demand for PCs. Jim, PCs. Down 37%? More than half of their revenue. And yeah, Q4, they were down 37, the biggest decliner, according to Gartner. I, well, I was thinking it was going to be 20% based on what Intel said. I mean, Intel was really a huge provider at Dell. I have to take my Intel numbers now. Even Once after the yes. last couple of weeks. It, and it's not just because he got nicer, Pat. Pat Kelsey, your CEO, he got even nicer. Dude. But there's not that many. Look, I, that's, we talked about that. I don't know where those people are going to go, but I know that it, it is a tight job market. I'm looking at, at uh, three pieces about Walt Disney this, today. 
saying that you got to own it ahead of the quarter because you know it's the um, resurrection. Why? Yeah, what's the what's the main thesis as to why you want to own it? Is he gonna? Is there? Going to be thesis? something along with the earnings that, that is newsworthy? Or? Well, they're talking about having uh, maybe each division having more accountability. Mm-hmm. That's possible. Oh, yeah, look at them all. You got them all here. Yeah, but I brought them. You've also, gr- you have uh, great preparation. R- reports well, over it's, the it's something I do. Yeah, I, I just, thank you. I just think it's right to do prep. I don't know. I'll stop it if you uh, want me to. The notion that they're going to explore uh, selling more arms to other rivals, film and TV, getting some play. I, I think that's very interesting. There's a belief that that was Iger's strategy to begin with, that he never necessarily embraced the idea that you'd be 300 million-plus subs. Right. That Chapek took that beyond perhaps what, what they had hoped for. Right. Uh, or expected, because the, the idea being that you want to still be not just a fully walled garden, but actually benefit from being able to sell some product to others. Did you read um, the Moffat Nathanson downgrade of T-Mobile in the you know, I think I may have. Davidson's yeah. been recommending it since like the Harvest yes. Firm. Yes. He said it was hard. Good, but one hard of the to things they're talking about is Comcast doing so well on 5G. Now, 5G, David, isn't that resold by Verizon? Yeah, no. The, well, the wireless. Why are you selling the, it to your enemy? Well, the, because they make money from it. The wireless, and they agreed to these wholesale deals a long time ago. Verizon sells its wholesale to uh, both Charter and Comcast. Charter under the Spectrum brand, of course. See the ads, at least in our area, all the time. You've told, uh, yeah, no, we've talked about that. And these these sub editions are real for both our parent company Comcast uh, and for Charter uh, through Spectrum. These are real numbers. That said, T-Mobile, of course, will tell you, hey, we're competing in a real way in terms of getting broadband into the house with a fixed wireless broadband. We talked to Mike Sievert about it last week. So, you know, there is. Well, we're seeing a lot of like. What I wonder is when we see. Somebody try to do some some consolidation here. Um, oh, give me a break! You can't even oh, consolidate companies that do storage. You're right. You have to wonder if, if you could get anything past the regulators. But yeah. uh, somebody may try one of these days. Would you like to ask Chat GPT who's going to consolidate? <laughs> sure, you can. You could ask. Sure. I don't, doesn't does it take queries like that? Chat GPT. It, it does anything. I bet if we were in college, come on, you think we would ever write a paper <laughs> right, again? Absolutely. Jeez, I mean, they're so much smarter than we are. When we come back, uh, Tesla is extending its red-hot rally to start the year, hiking the price of its Model Y. We'll take a look at some of these unsolicited bids that uh, David's talking about, some sell-side research, and, of course, the earnings this week, which will include names like Uber, uh, Chipotle, Disney, Hood, and PayPal. Don't go away. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. 
Tesla's up in the pre-market, as we said. The company hiking prices in the U.S. for its Model Y SUV. After reducing them just last month, that increase comes after the government changed its rules to qualify for the $7,500 EV tax credit. The eligibility ceiling for certain EVs has now been lifted to eighty grand. Uh, Jim, not only that, but um, stocks up from one hundred two a month ago today. Yeah, and and Musk has been found not liable in the funding security. Yeah, we got it couple of good days for, for Musk. I, I couldn't believe he also said that, hey, that, did you read that he said Twitter? What did he, he say it, about Twitter? He's trending to break even. Break even. Yeah, well, that happens when you cut at least 6,000 to the 8,000 employees. But if you, have, if you have good numbers for Tesla, and you make the model Y is 55,000, which now qualifies for IRA. Yep. And so you have good news to, for this, for Tesla. And then you have, he doesn't need to sell any more Tesla for his, his net worth. A stock I was right doing there. the math on Friday, and I, you know, it's. But his net worth is up some. It's got to be like since the beginning of the year, thirty since the bottom, thirty-eight bill, maybe forty bill, something oh. like that, just on this move alone. I know you were worried about him not having as much money. As he I was. I was concerned that Elon was is not in a position to have as much money. Yeah, but this is but, amazing. Uh, I mean, they fired all these people, and I mean, um, you must fear Silicon Valley. And you see that they fire all these people and they, they got to break even. Don't you like reconvene and say, you know what, maybe? Yeah, not to mention everybody comes to the office at Twitter now. Because you don't work at a Musk company without coming to the office. Yeah. Or sleeping at the office. Or sleeping it's there. Nice. I think it's the eighth floor where they have all the beds yes. uh, at Twitter headquarters. Might be the ninth, I forget. But um, uh, and, then, and then listen, he won, uh, you know, hardly any of these trials, these strike suits as they're called, where the plaintiff's attorneys bring these, 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 uh, these stock manipul- ma- manipulation kind of uh, yeah, that was uh, we made a lot of much to do about nothing on that. No, they always lose. well, no, but Jim it went to court, which in and of itself was highly unusual. Yeah, and then the judge had already ruled the statements he'd made on Twitter as having been false, and yet the jury found there. him not liable. Uh, so good for him. Unexpected outcome in some way um, saved him a lot of potential money and the company. Well, look, he got. I don't know how this got to this level. This I mean, Maybe you know, he, he took a lot of fun. valuable time to, to spend on the stand there for two or three days in well, San Francisco. But it was worth it was worth it, I guess, but, because he know, did. Uh, he won. He, he continues, won. though, to be competitive. And I think holding all the other companies feet to the fire in terms of being when he lowers the price of the of the why. I mean, that's like the bigger one that hurts. But now investment. he's raised the price because the. Yeah, they the graduated the yeah. credit. Although, Nat, this morning, again, the Times with a piece about the Cybertruck and can it ever be made at scale profitably? There's The doubters remain. Boy, Ford's so boring compared to them. Other than when they miss the quarter. That's pretty Like $2 billion, man. So that the Jim probably left $2 billion on the table. Yeah. Easy come, easy go. Easy come, easy go. No, $2 billion matters. No. Maybe not to Musk, but to Farley. Whoa. Well, it's Musk very easy to come, fire easy a go. lot of people you got. Remember, you For his net worth. Kernel combustion, mean. and you've got EV in the same roof. Which would you rather own, Jim, Tesla or Ford, if you had to decide? Now Tesla. Had Wait, Tesla what was that? What was now, that? Now Tesla? Tesla. My travel trust owns Ford. Look, that was a really bad miss. Wow. And Jim Farley has to make this quarter. I'm selling this stuff. Uh, we had the music up, That's but it. he said Tesla over Ford know, and selling, GM. Well, no, like, well, Tesla's got... No more insider selling. I thought that was good. Yeah. That was good. Well, you're, and Ron Barron's going to come in tomorrow, and he's going to say it's worth a thousand. Well, you're going to fight that tomorrow. You'll be asking me, like, wow, what do you think? I said, well, I bought it ahead of Ron Barron. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 
We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash countdown to the opening bell. A lot more to get to, including some of these research calls. Futures, though, remain weak as we do have uh, elevated yields today. Squawk on the streets back after a break. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. There's nothing better than opening the week with a standing mad dash. Uh, we get uh, an opening bell a few minutes from now. One. Tell me. Well, we just had 500,000 people who just got employed. That's the Labor Department on Friday. This morning, Wells Fargo ups Dollar General and also likes Ollie's. Now, these are places that typically do well when people are being laid off, not when they're being hired. But this is all part of the problem, David. We've got, an, one, we've got one economy that is quite weak, which is the, you know, well, the layoff economy that we keep hearing about. Then one economy is very strong, which is the macro, the labor department. So people are really torn. They want to recommend trade downs. And yet, why would you recommend a trade down if everyone's getting a job? So that's one of the, the biggest problems with the market is it is really exemplified by dollar chain. That should well, be going Let's say a 3.4 percent unemployment rate. Why would you want Dollar Gen? You know, but Dollar Gen is. Remember, when you go to your Dollar Gen store, I don't know which one you use. You find a lot of things that are three, five, seven dollars. Yeah, you said that the other day. Right, but yeah. I just think when you look at this, this is what you shouldn't buy. If you think hiring is, we've had the greatest in 1609. So uh, every all the analysts are confused. They don't know what to do. Like, do you want to trade down? I mean, Matt Boss, fantastic. J.P. Morgan, he likes Burlington. Well, you should be a seller of Burlington if you think that the economy is going to accelerate because of job growth. So I don't know. The analysts are all liking the trade downs, not the trade ups. And then RH misses the number, although some people say it really wasn't a miss, but I don't want to own it because even though that would seem well, to point to sort of high end, close. higher end right. spending. Friday right? night after the close, really kind of suboptimal. Right. You know how they used to do that tech companies? Yes. You just put Friday night for the yes. everybody's home. Let's issue at least six. Western Digital did that. You know, I don't know if you, you remember. Hide, Western though. Digital did that. Uh, what, Navy night? Also, they, uh, just companies try to hide bad news by uh, Friday night. You can't hide. You can't. There's no hiding. No. Not in today's world. No, it's like Muhammad Ali. You can run, but you can't hide. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Well, like a butterfly sting like and sting like our age. Yeah. All right. We've got an opening bell a few minutes from now. By the way, don't forget or choose just to remember that you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Listen to and follow the Squawk in the Street opening bell podcast. We're back after this. Apple said to be talking up its iPhone lineup. According to Bloomberg, Tim Cook told investors that consumers are willing to pay up for the best iPhone they can get, signaling that even more ritzy models may be on the way, Jim. This piece sort of suggests maybe you end up with an iPhone Ultra like you have the watch. I look at the, I talked to Tim Cook last week and I, I look at this, I'm trying to figure out why I would pay up for it. And then I realized, well, maybe T-Mobile would offer it to me. I think what they found was that the, the phone companies, really, this is still the reason why you would uh, join a phone company or switch. So, I mean, you know, David, Apple is the, is the thing that they, or these phone companies hold on to, is the phone, in, in order to be able to distinguish themselves. It's very hard to distinguish Verizon from ATT 
But you get a phone, get the old one. You're right. Uh, although we noted that the upgrade cycle wasn't as strong this last quarter, at least from Verizon, from T-Mobile, and from AT&T. Well, it was funny. I, I asked him in my discussion with him before the quarter. I said, do you think you need to do a, a refresh of the 14? And he was like, what are you talking about? It, it just came out. And I realized, oh, man, I must sound like such a knucklehead. But that was all the analysts are talking about here. I'll ask the analyst question. If Tim does not suffer fools uh, as well as others. <laughs> <laughs> My God, you know, you ask some questions and you're like, pray you don't sound stupid. You're praying. It's like, oh, please be smart question coming out of my mouth. Please. Very true. There's the opening bell on the CNBC Real-Time Exchange. At the big board, it's a Novo Nordisk celebrating its 100th anniversary. Uh, our Meg Terrell will talk to the CEO in the next hour. Over the NASDAQ dental and medical supply company, Henry Schein. Well, it's, uh, Henry Schein gets recommended today. Uh, there's a whole dental, you know, you kind of get these... Sometimes you get these upgrades, and all they're doing, Piper, uh, Piper Sandler, Densply, Shine, Invista, dental companies, classic recession. This is that problem, classic recession. Novo Nordisk, obviously, is at Wegovi, which is the weight loss drug that is so controversial right now, because you can go to, like, a Roman, take a teledoc course, whatever. You know, I understand. Tele- right. You go to Roman, have. and then you can get a prescription. Because the $1,700 a month. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but they go around what the insurers are doing by just saying... This is, he, you're talking about the Lilly drug right now that competes well, no, against Novo yeah, Nordisk. Yeah, but is their thing. If you look at Novo Nordisk... Sorry, Wegovi is theirs and then the other... Right. It's been... But they don't have enough capacity. Right. And that's, that is actually restraining their earnings. Constraining. 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 I like con more than real. I don't know how you feel about that. It's good usage. Well, speaking of Apple, at least, and uh, semiconductors, Jim, on semi, uh, pretty decent auto numbers, up 54. They guide a bit light, uh, but revenue and gross margins beat. Well, look, on has been the one, uh, NNXPI, that have been able to continue to parlay sales to autos as being a good story on Wall Street because autos are you know, so constrained. Constrained, constrained. But look, I, the problem with all of these is that it just... You can't satisfy Wall Street. You know, they'll, raise the, they'll raise the number. They'll report a better number. And all that does is keep the stock from falling really hard. Because people don't like these stocks. Now, they liked AMD because there was a big short squeeze. But then this morning, uh, if, if you extrapolate Dell, do you really want to own AMD, which makes, uh, makes PC chips? And there it's down. Uh, Goldman, over the weekend, asset managers are piling into semis, uh, expression of the soft landing trade, but they say hedge funds still resisting the yes. trade. Yes, I mean, that's why these are the great shorts. What a battle. Look look at NVIDIA. I mean, that stock is either up five or down five. Now, one of the things NVIDIA told me, because they do they have the platform for chat, GPT, is you need some sort of commercial application. Now, they've, they've got it. You could really slim your labor force down by having that answer all your questions. David, the customers have been unwilling so far to take it to where it's more than just a parlor game. Um, by the way, we don't even have the new version. of The version 4 of ChatGPT is coming. Is that based on, probably based on NVIDIA? It's apparently going to be a very significant advance from what but we don't even is know the currently a, released ChatGPT product. Well, we know that. And, and that will play even more into potentially NVIDIA Maybe being the play yes, on the growth of AI. Per, per, 
per word. You don't feel like Nvidia's stock price reflects at all the opportunity of this enormous I'm torn on it. uptick I'm torn in AI it. usage? You have to listen to what Jensen Wong is going to say. He's got a couple of speeches. He does also interviews. But I, I think that if you get a little bit of money per word and some, one of these McDonald's or Wendy's realizes you know, we don't need that person tells me what you want because it speaks 27 languages. It doesn't make any mistakes. Why would you need that person? But the fast food companies, I ask every one of them. They all say, it can make mistakes. Oh, that humans don't? <laughs> I mean, come on. But they still can't get any real big customers. They're going for the auto companies to be able to make factory uh, factories more efficient, but they don't have the big customers yet. It reminds me of what Elon Musk says when people complain about a self-driving software. He's like, uh, have you seen human beings drive? Right? They you think this to, is not an improvement over that? They're drunk. They're tired. David, you, the people drive and they're sleepy. And yeah. Wouldn't you rather have a machine that's not sleepy or was like the sleepy person? No, I think, you're, I think it would be great if we had fully autonomous. Do you think that if they had... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so, still gonna. I'm still gonna drive. Yes. No, but can you imagine like, if they I'm had just this not taking my hands off the if, wheel. If they, if, if the Model T had this and you got to sit in the back, yeah. Well, don't you think that we would all, we would never have driven, because it's such so inefficient because of, of alcohol, because of sleepiness, a million things. Right. I hope one day when I'm older that I will be able to well, sit in the also, back. But do you know? Take a nap. That when you're with Waymo, they will tell you that there's 20 million people who are uh, currently not able to drive who drive because of. Elderly, that that's a real big cohort. So there's going to be a lot more traffic? Can you, you can find a negative in anything. I can. I can and I <laughs> will. Can. Although apparently it's all supposed to be networked and therefore the cars will be able to figure it all out and there'll never be traffic again. Have you seen the price? But you know, Travis Kalanick told me, I don't even know how many Travis years ago, Kalanick. sitting, yeah, oh sitting in Midtown. He's like, a few years from now, all these streets in Midtown are going to be filled with, with network cars. We're not even going to need garages anymore. It's like, wow. It's like, and what's it going to mean for hospitals? This is what he's like. What's it going to mean? There's not, nobody's going to come in with an injury anymore from, a, from an accident. Oh, my. Yeah. Boy, insurance rates. It didn't happen yet. Sink. Still oh, waiting. Geez, if you Still don't, waiting. I, if you don't hurt your athletes, it's horrible. Uh, guys, I got to hit some of the, uh, the M&A takeover I stuff this morning. I was waiting for you with this. Yeah, well, I, I got a long list here. The so. life, life storage. I, Where you been? I, I'm right next to you. I'm right oh, here. I'm sorry. Just I, waiting I, for my moment. Okay, Newcrest. We can do it. Yeah. You know, I don't even know where to start. Um, do you see this Catalan story? That's Danaher. I look, Danaher is going higher multiple. I mentioned it because it's right behind us. And that stock is up 22 percent on down a another purely a Bloomberg story that says uh, overtures by Danaher in recent months valued Catalent at a significant premium has expressed takeover interest in the uh, what is a contract manufacturer. I do have a note here as well. Um, uh, from, uh, who's it from? Uh, RBC. Yeah. Saying in their view, um, makes sense. Um, longer term, we don't know whether this is the best use of M&A capital for Danaher. They do question its ability to compete with Thermo, but they do say, hey, they could do the deal. And they think that uh, the stock, at least originally, would have been trading at around 10 times EBITDA, overly discounts a number of uh, setbacks they've had recently. So you got that one. Have nothing to add well, on Dan- that Bloomberg story, but it is up sharply. You can remember Danner's getting rid of its what the water purification business, and that's the low multiple business. This would be a higher multiple business. But David, do you remember this was a spinoff of um, Cardinal? Then went into private equity. They spent it again. Interesting. Came public again. Yeah, Catalan, and I know right? that Cardinal was really anxious to get rid of the original yeah. Catalan. 
So I don't know. I mean, it's been football around this. And week. to your point, Chris Danaher is in the midst of sort of becoming more of a pure play in its own. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I had Timo. I had boy. I had team. <laughs> I had Thermo Fisher. Yes, you did on yeah. last week. Casper, Mark Casper, so well. TMO. They're doing um, so well. That's yeah. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll watch that. Let's move on a couple of these Jeez, others, I mean, and then I want to get to. You want to that one? And then we got to get to Microsoft Activision as well. Let's okay. public storage makes that eleven million dollar hostile bid for life storage. It's all stock. It's point uh, four one nine two. They put out the letters that had uh, gone back and forth, and one of them, life storage, said, "Hey, we're not for sale." Um, you can see what it's doing to public storage. Life storage stock is up nicely. Again, it was point four one nine two of public storage shares. Now, by the way, it's a uh, all stock, hostile. It's Maryland Corporation. In fact, they're both Maryland corporations. Maryland Corporation. And when you're uh, when you're in Maryland, you can opt into some pretty tough anti-takeover statutes, should you want to, uh, that include the ability to sort of stagger your board out of nowhere, to also uh, make sure that you can only elect directors through a supermajority. Um, point being, Maryland is a good place to be incorporated if you want to give a stiff arm to a hostile. Uh, so keep that in mind. Well, don't they know that ahead of time? Yeah, they do. Of course, Wachtell's advising. They know oh, all this stuff. Okay. Um, okay. Nominating window, I think, may close. But what you got to rely on here is just you hope that there's a lot of life storage shareholders or maybe some shareholders of both that are really going to push this thing to happen. We'll see. And that's a read. So that's kind of yeah. interesting. Uh, and then you got the Newmont bid. Um, that one is 0. .380. Newmont making that bid. I mean, we always see these attempts at consolidation in the gold Australia, mining industry. That's a very inexpensive Australian uh, gold mine versus for New Crest, which as you see is up. Um, That's a good deal. You think so? Yes, I Potentially. do. You need okay. to consolidate that industry. They've been trying to do it. Barrick. Right, Barrick. Barrick here, I think, said not, not, not interested. interested. That's Mark, Mark which is, He's a pretty smart guy. Um, and finally, let's end with the big one because there's been a lot of talk this oh my morning God, going Activision about Activision. I knew you were. I heard you talking about it on Squawk. Oh, the stock is down 3.4%. Bobby Kotick will be a guest tomorrow on Squawk, uh, Squawk Box after they report earnings. But here's what's going on. And some of our viewers may remember I did a favor report on this weeks, not if, maybe more than a month ago. It's all about the UK antitrust, CMA. That's what this is about. Uh, and it's about a little thing in a New York Times story over the weekend that indicated that people close to Microsoft are not feeling that good about their chances at the CMA. Um, we've talked about this many times. Yes, the FTC is challenging it. Yes, the EU is, is still a risk. They don't matter. The CMA, in which you really have virtually no recourse, should they say, we don't like the deal, is everything right now. And the belief right so now is... Them and not that's FTC. all this is about. Well, okay, so David, and explain to me what they're worried about. Vertical integration, which you has know, never been a problem. The question there is, are they going to make an argument that says the, the tie-up would be very problematic for the emerging subscription business and games? Jim, I don't exactly know what their argument will be, but there is a belief that, when, that they will say that this would result in what they call a substantial lessening of competition. We don't know that. We haven't heard from them. We expect to hear from the CMA any day now. Um, perhaps even tomorrow morning. We'll see. Well, that but would be, we have there, is, there is a growing belief that even that Microsoft has gotten hints that this thing is going to go against them. Um, if that's the case, that could mean the end of the deal. Uh, because, again, the ability to, there, there's very limited recourse. Unlike when the FTC sues you and you go to trial, or even the EU uh, there's very limited recourse under this process in the UK. Um, 
We'll have to wait and see. Now, the question, of course, also becomes, what's the, you know, what's the downside for Activision? Remember, this is a $95 deal. So it is not as though the market is suddenly waking up to the fact that, oh, this may not happen. It's already had an enormous spread. It's always had an You're enormous. You're looking at the downside. Always right had here. an enormous spread. Question is, is the downside a little more because the EA missed last week? Or, in fact, was the EA missed because so many people are playing Call of Duty, an Activision game? I don't know. We've talked about there being a fairly limited downside here in the past. But, guys, we may have to be figuring that out soon. We'll see. Again, I don't want to prejudge. I don't know anything. We're just getting all these sort of body language kind of reports, you know? I think it's, well, let's see, we have Take Two tonight. Take Two is also in that same uh, cohort, which has been a very challenged cohort. I mean, Carl, people feel these are post-COVID. People are going out. We got that from American Express. And all of these companies are suffering. And you know, Best Buy would tell you that console sales. Oh, your, your, your Life is Short thesis has been playing out life is perfectly. Short, you know, I, uh, I've tried Life is Short per share, David. <laughs> Speaking of uh, companies going public, private, back and forth, Jim, this journal piece about restaurants exploring the IPO market, uh, they do mention Panera, uh, they mention Fogo de Chao, uh, one area where the economy has not disappointed. Well, both those two companies were companies that where the CEOs felt that they were radically undervalued. Panera obviously had a, a hostile going there. But, I mean, you know, these companies that, well, they were undervalued and now we want to come public because we get a good chance I don't know. I mean, this is an atmosphere that does favor restaurants, but and I remember Fogo. If anyone remembers that deal, it came public and you went to a Fogo, you loved it. And then they felt that they were just didn't get appreciation. They just need the appreciation they need. No love. Um, Shake it, Panera. No love. Harvey Schwartz. Did you know this guy at all? Oh, we should go there. All right, let's go there. Harvey Schwartz is now the incoming CEO of Carlisle. Of course, after Q Lee unexpectedly left the job, and then you had the two founders coming but back, running the thing. Didn't, did not a um, DJ. Stock's not doing anything except going down. Well, uh, former CFO Goldman Sachs. The course. question is, is he more of a for show CEO? What does that mean? Well, I don't know. I think I was reading something in Puck. Oh, boy, I, oh come on. You know. Yeah, well, Saying right. that he's thinner. Though Harvey's thinner. What is that? What does that have to do with why the stock's down? That's why I said it. I read that myself. I said, what does that have to do? But, you know, he said he's more CEO looking. Oh, I see. I, I found it to be, um, I, I found it to be, uh, to be an ill-advised way to look at a CEO. I mean, with Wagobi. Stock with, I mean, has underperformed some of its no, peers, of course. Nova Norris is making a lot of people look at CEOs. Well, that was great insight you shared with us on, on Harvey coming in there. Thank no, you for I that. No, I mentioned this because it's the lack of insight that people have that I then default that he's thinner. No one knows anything about Harvey except for the fact that he was terrific when he was at Goldman. But so Steve Sherm, he used to be, he was terrific when he was at Goldman. Now he's doing uh, Hertz. Now he's running Hertz. Yeah. And yeah. they're getting, buying Teslas. And there you go. Buying Teslas and this guy's running Carlisle. Yeah, listen. It's the, it's the diaspora, Goldman diaspora. Maybe he'll join us sometime. We can talk to him. I don't think there's any, we, once again, people are questioning whether Solomon DJ that it's bad now because he's getting some record deals. We were talking about that uh, that Times piece uh, earlier this morning before the show. Uh, yeah, I don't know, a little little thin, I think. You could I argue. think so. Yeah. I mean, he when I interviewed him recently, he said, "I don't say that when you sell your tomato sauce because you're a gardener that there's a conflict." He said, "You garden all the time. How can I just spin records for three hours? You seem to garden for twelve hours." None of us understands why this is wrong. Do you have any? Do you have any? Man's, a, man's allowed you to have hobbies. hobbies. I have no hobbies. None. 
No hobbies. You swim? I swim. Is that a hobby? That's not a hobby. Yeah. It's now. It's more. It's more work. Yeah, I swim and I, I read. It. Hey, medicine. Really, I do very, very <laughs> little. You don't I shop. do virtually I mean, nothing. What are the, You've been doing this for 12 years. What are the you rare moments where I get to use David swimming because of this pool downgrade? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and is one of the big S&P laggards today. Pool is really well run. I would not downgrade that. Because the housing that. play has been working, right? You can short that and I'll see you at your funeral. Jim Fisk, American Rascal. American Rascal, it's in the American Rascal, the book about Gould. About Gould, uh, Jay, Jay, Gould. Jay Gould. Yeah, but there's a quote in there. It says, you can short that and I'll see at your funeral. When he's saying about gold. <laughs> Is that great? I'm using that from now on. You are. I'm sure, yeah, it says, Jay Gould also involved with Grant? Yeah, well, it was Grant's brother-in-law's right. wife right. got involved to short gold, and then Grant wrecked the short. Yeah, Grant wrecked, wrecked the, the short. short squeeze. Yeah. What a great story. Really quick while I have you. How Jim. we got there from Pool Corporation, I have no idea. <laughs> people are shorting Pool, going this downgrade. Oh. And I'm saying I'll see you at your funeral. One thing they're not shorting, Jim, uh, today on a more serious note is defense. Uh, whether it's this idea that the delicate balance with China is, is teetering. We'll have State of the Union tomorrow, of course. Also this sense that, uh, that Putin is going to try to do something more decisive in the spring. Right. Well, I've been talking with a strategist about that for who's in the Marines and you know, there's a lot of feeling in the Ukrainian army, if you gave them tanks, they could do a, an encirclement and cut off the Russians and capture hundreds of thousands of soldiers. But we won't give them the tanks they need. You need more than a couple of Abrams. But they are so vulnerable if you, you could do a Kessel, a Kessel raid hmm. against them. What? Nothing. It just, know, I love when you talk military strategy. <laughs> a Kessel, Kessel schlocked even. Which would a Kessel schlocked. You could do a Kessel schlocked of the, of the Russians. And it would just be, they remember that, Stalingrad. Not the Kessel run. That was the Millennium Falcons. Uh, no, no, race. no. This is an encirclement plan that I've developed that I think that I'm trying to sell the Pentagon. It's not working. <laughs> just like you're trying to sell the land in New Mexico the to Disney. Acres? Yeah. That's yeah, that was unbelievable because it was in New Mexico, which is very undervalued. Mm-hmm. You can buy hundreds of thousands of acres in New Mexico still. If you get either pitch sold, uh, we're gonna I, we're gonna sell. I, I know Disney. Well, really so maybe we deal. need to retire. If, that's, <laughs> if he gets that deal. done, then maybe we're done. If I get that one done, I'm out of here. You're out of here, too. You're never out of here. (laughs) Quick reminder, by the way, you can always get in on the CNBC Investing Club with Jim. Just sign up and find out more at cnbc.com slash join the club or use the QR code on your screen. We mentioned yields a bit elevated. Not a a huge week for macro data. We will get things like um, Mannheim used cars, uh, China CPI later in the week, and UMish uh, for the time being, 10-year, 362. Dow 30 heat map, uh, you got a handful of components in the green led by Caterpillar, Merck, Coke, UNH, a relatively defensive stance today as most S&P sectors are in the red. And the S&P's down about 20 points to 41.16. Stop trading with Jim's coming up next. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. You know, there's a very interesting piece by uh, uh, SVB this morning, and it's about how great this Regeneron Dupixin drug is. Maybe it could re- uh, work for, for COPD. Uh, we know it's unbelievable for a, a host of anti-immune diseases and also atopic dermatitis. And just saying, get on board. Uh, 770 goes to 834. I totally agree with this piece. Even though they have a market performance, this drug is a wonder drug. And it used, it's used for so many different things that, it, that it's like your mirror. Just an amazing drug. So I think this stock is going far north. Sometimes it feels like it's keeping the entire ad market afloat. I, <laughs> Do big sense. Well, I mean, I, you see it everywhere. 
yeah, Len Schleifer runs the company, knows that they've got a huge, thinks that Wall Street's totally under, undervaluing to picks, and I agree with that. It's an amazing drug. How about tonight? Okay, I've got Corteva, uh, which is the seed company, spin off uh, DuPont. Mm-hmm. And then I've got uh, Tim Boyle, Columbia Sportswear, where they have a big inventory. But I think he's going to tell us why the inventory is going to be worked off. Uh, anything seed, ag, really worth talking to. Uh, Tyson, I want to find out why they missed the quarter. Maybe it is some seed ag. I'm also curious about, uh, you know, we've got uh, Under Armour this week. Baird makes it a top pick. Boy, um, Nike Plank. not doing well this morning. No, Plank is being so bullish to me uh, about the team he's putting together. Not, he doesn't tell me about the numbers, of course. But uh, there'll be a breakout there someday. There really will be. He's just working so hard to have it happen. I think so. Under Armour. Under Armour, yeah. No, I was thinking about Tyson, which you've mentioned, which apparently is according to Robert Hum. I mean, they lost money in pork and I know. Well, beef they, didn't come in anywhere CFO near what they'd expected. CFO had a rough night. Yeah, we talked about a lot well, of that. I've had that a lot. He's apologized for I've that. I've had that a lot when I lived in my car. Yeah. You know, uh, also didn't the, know what bed you're going to wake up to. There's also this piece this morning that grocers are starting to lean on their suppliers, Jim, to get price cuts. Yeah, which they're the, doesn't well, feel like it's uh, happening. But. I think that it is. I think that the whole supermarket pushback. Uh, Costco is going to start doing it, I think. The end of House going to win soon. He's going to win. He's losing in other places, but he's going to win soon. Well, we'll, we'll hear from him tomorrow, that's for sure, uh, at this uh, this speech. Uh, when we come back, uh, see tonight, by the way, Jim, Mad Thank Money, you. 6 p.m. When we come back, a bull bear debate on Coinbase. Stock's more than doubled so far this wow. year. Wow, I've watched that. With the Dow currently down 150. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.